Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Dina. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I am eager to hear about your trip to Portugal. You just came back and I want to hear how'd it go. Yeah, I got back yesterday. We're recording this on a Tuesday and it was amazing. I would go back to the country. The food was good. The sights were good. There was a lot of water involved. We did a lot of coasts and I love cities with water. We went to the wine country. I drank a lot of wine, drank a lot of port. One night had a little too much of both. Did a boat ride. The company was great. I was with Catalina and Ivan. And Catalina drove us around in a stick shift little car the whole time. And it was great. I couldn't even drive because I don't know how to drive stick shift. Wow, something about a stick shift feels very European. Yes, yes, it is. It is. Right. Yeah, we had a whole fiasco at the gas station because you there's numbers of gases, so you have to like match the gas tank with a number. It's like I felt like a lot of the times we were like trying to get out of an escape room. Like there were like a lot of puzzles and need to figure out what to do because everything in Europe just seems more complicated. The lights too. The lights of the bathrooms are always on the outside. So to try to find them, you have to like find them before you go into the bathroom. But yeah, I escaped Portugal and I escaped, but I had a great time. Man. Yeah, it really looked beautiful. I wish I could have been there. That's a good crew to travel with. What was your like high and low of the trip? So I would say a low is just a general realization that everything is super fast in New York. And I always take that for granted until I go somewhere else. And I think especially Europe and Portugal, everything is slow. They like to have a relaxed meal. You can't, you can't get in and out. So when you're in a rush, like no one cares that you're in a rush. So there was one example. We went to a wine and port tasting at like a family run business in the Douro Valley. And it's this one guy he's explaining port and wine two hours i'm like come on you know get to the drinks i'm coming you know there's only so much i'm going to remember about the grapes and the things and how it's made and the barrels so we finally get to the drinks and lunch and everything's great he goes i'm going to come back in 10 minutes just just wait a second i'm like there's no way this man actually means 10 minutes 10 minutes in portugal time it's like you know it's going to be at least 30 minutes so you know, 35, 40 minutes later, he comes back. He had to unload a truck. So he's oh. just like in the middle of our like lunch and tasting. He just went and like is driving a little tractor. We saw him and is unloading a truck. And then he comes back and we continue. Um, so that would that's a general low. But I think, you know, I think it's good for my New Yorker self to just take it easy and just chill every once in a while. Yeah, I would almost say that's a high yeah to just be forced to slow down you know to just take a beat live in the present all that stuff 
No, you're right. I'll I'll take that as a high and low. Yeah. What about you? What's what's been going on with you? Um, nothing. It's been absolute trash over here. <laughs> yeah, um. it's unfortunate. <laughs> Things yeah. in America are trash. Yeah, I mean that's why I really just wanted you to stay in Portugal, and then I know somehow I would get to you. <laughs> We could, we could, you could just make the podcast like a Portugal business, and then I could say I have to, you have to hire me, and I could move there. You know what? I didn't have that much time to go on TikTok in Portugal, but when I did, I thought I was gonna get on the Portuguese side of TikTok, and I don't think I was on enough to actually get to that side. I left, I think, a day after, a couple, you know, two days after the Roe v. Wade decision um so my whole you know tiktok was filled with roe v wade content and i was like i should just stay in portugal um it was it was i was i was able to like dissociate from the the trash going on here yeah my therapist told me that i should delete instagram actually she didn't say anything about tiktok never delete tiktok it's perfect yeah i'm gonna I'm going to take that for what it is. But yeah, social media, it's just like things are already trash. And like, I don't know. My therapist made a good point that like we go to social media or we used to or intended to at first. We went to social media to chill, to mindless watch Mm -hmm. entertainment, stuff like that, you know, and that's just not at all what my Instagram's become. My Instagram is a news source and like a source of politics and news. And um, my TikTok, my curated TikTok page actually still is entertainment. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, my therapist again just (laughs) make this, this, the subheader of this podcast episode is Melissa's therapist says. Um, (laughs) She, she also was just like, you have to, be intentional about like why are you going to that platform mm. like if you're going to it for some mindless entertainment then that's what you should be getting from it you know and so at this point like that is why i go to tiktok that is what i'm getting from tiktok and thank god for it so i don't know my tiktok experience has been the only redeemable thing this past week oh i love that and it actually relates to Roe v. Wade content that I've been getting because the news is so grim, but there's pockets of comedy where people can actually like laugh together, not make light of the situation because it's definitely not, it's a heavy situation. You shouldn't make light of it, but there's definitely, you know, ways to feel its importance, but still be entertained and laugh. One example I have is by at Rico Rico one two two. Good afternoon, Congressman Brian Fitzpatrick's office. This is Mac. Um, hi, Mac. I'm wondering if you can help me. Um, in light of the recent things that have been going on, my wife is going out of state. She's going to upstate New York with her uterus, and is she allowed to do that? I just want to make sure that Brian is okay with that. Uh, I I don't know. Sorry, it's not in the office. Because I mean. I mean, it seems like her uterus seems to be high on his list of priorities. Um, I just don't want her doing anything that's going to get us in trouble. Okay. Well, um, either way, he doesn't have the ability to prosecute or anything. 
think it'd be okay. For now, at least. Yep. Oh, thank, thank you so much. I'll let her know to take her uterus to New York. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. This is a, a husband just, you know, kind of, I don't want to say protecting, but supporting his wife and supporting women and calling a senator and saying, like, are you going to watch my wife's uterus? It's, I mean, thank God for satire, even though yeah. we live in a culture where it feels like, like, you don't even know what is satire anymore. Right. Like, it's hard to see, but like. Oh, thank God. Because, yeah, I've just been crying, right, for like a week. Mm -hmm. Everybody else too, right? Or is that just me? I'm clinically depressed. Um, (laughs) But it's fine. I'm seeing a therapist. Um, Oh, Oh, no. Oh, no. Do you also have COVID? (laughs) I am having heart palpitations for some reason, but I think it's just because I'm depressed. Okay. Anyway, yes, it's like I can only cry so much and at a certain point, it's good to know that other people feel the same way I do. And I have always found solace in comedy where we can just laugh and be like, this is really ridiculous. I also think this is really ridiculous. What the fuck is going on? And we have to laugh because you just can't stop. Can't cry all the time. So yeah, I'm appreciative for what it's worth for content like this. That is making me laugh. Yeah. Thank you, Rico Rico. Yes, thank you. And I agree. TikTok is the place that I went to after Roe v. Wade to see just kind of everyone having the same reaction and same comments. And this like it's a community. You're not alone. So it's just you feel less alone by going on TikTok, which is why what your therapist, I think, says is great to go in for mindless entertainment. But it is more than that because it is like you find this community too so you like could commiserate with people so there's also the commiserating aspect which is needed in these times yeah and really the for you page is what you make of it like i've certainly had times and even now yeah it's like if i'm going on to tiktok and i just know like i can't see any like political mm-hmm. content right now i'm just not in the my right, my right mindset i can just keep scrolling and like without yeah. a doubt like t- tiktok will catch on really quickly yeah. and will just start serving me dog videos and stuff like you know and so it's it really is like for you and what you need in that moment and i feel like tiktok is very reactive where if i just start skipping videos that i might have otherwise stopped and watched they'll they'll feed me similar content like they'll know where i'm getting with that that is so true there's one comment i made on the doc for today and i wrote i find that the mood on tiktok matches the mood of the summer season so i feel like it knows i just got back from vacation and like i'm kind of counting this as the start to my summer you could just feel the energy in new york and People are traveling, people are going out. And my For You page is really matching that mood of like, we're even though COVID's still raging, we're still trying to get back to like normal social activities and in-person events. And last summer was maybe that was going to happen, but it didn't fully happen. But this summer feels like full on pull us a little more. And my For You page is definitely like matching that energy. Hmm. That's cool. The energy is not matched by you, by you, apparently. That's cool. 
It's cool. All right, we'll move on. There's a great stitch going around TikTok that I'm sure if you watch TikTok, everyone has seen, and it's, what's a scam? The original is by at Debt Collective. What's a scam that's become so normalized that we don't even realize it's a scam anymore? I'll go first. Student loan debt. How is it that our grandparents paid $5 to get an education, but we're paying hundreds of thousands of dollars? Hmm, something fishy is going on here. Yeah, this is a stitch that's, again, just sort of a classic TikTok question. And there's been so many informative responses. Like, yeah, Debt Collective spoke about student loans. There's another one I love by at Jamil Cannon. He talks about the nonprofit industry. What's a scam that's become so normalized that we don't even realize it's a scam anymore? The nonprofit industry. I'm a nonprofit executive director, and I feel like I'm just surrounded by organizations that don't want to see systems change because changing those systems would eliminate the need that they're pretending to try to eliminate themselves. So they can pull an audience of some of the wealthiest, most powerful people in our country and not speak any truth to them and instead just tell these hopeless stories and talk about these backwards people that they felt to make right without ever addressing the systems that creates these backwards people to begin with. And that's because the people that they're talking to, their donors, their the, the people who write the big checks, benefit directly from these systems that are hurting the people that they pretend to serve. It's a self-congratulatory enabling industry that needs urgent change and needs people who care about issues beyond the ability to exploit the savior complex and other people. Yeah, I like this stitch. I feel like I've I've learned a lot. It's one of those that the people answering this question are actually very well educated in things that I'm not necessarily super educated in. So these videos have been pretty interesting to watch. Yeah, it's a great one to learn about different industries and just general life things too that are scams. I've seen so many of one example is like someone in the medical field was talking about how like med school in the US is a scam and it goes into all this stuff. But speaking of the nonprofit one, this is gonna be a very weird segue i have fallen in love with the new york city sanitation account and they did a spoof on the aspca what do you call those infomercials so aspca is a nonprofit for dogs and you know they have that sad music in the arms of an angel and they did a spoof on it to tell people you gotta park on the alternate side because these trucks come, and if they can't come, they can't clean the city streets. So whoever's running the New York City sanitation account, I love it. In the arms of an angel, please. 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 Hi, I'm Jesse Tish. Commissioner of the New York City Department of Sanitation. Will you move your car? Every day, litter gets on the streets of our city and it's crying out to be cleaned up. A single mechanical broom sucks 1,500 pounds of street litter off of New York City streets. But they don't work if you don't move your car for alternate side parking. We need you to do your part. Please. 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 
Yeah, I scrolled through a bunch of their videos and they've definitely got somebody creating this stuff very similar to the Duolingo, Ryanair, like they they've got an eye on the TikTok brand aesthetic. Some of these videos are just they're so funny. They use really funny songs and put them together with funny images. Lots of parodies, satire. I love it. I love what especially when like it's not a super sexy brand or like a like yep. a new tech company. It's literally the Department of Sanitation. <laughs> but like they've got somebody who definitely is prioritizing TikTok and creating like a really creative strategy around it. So I love it. Yeah, and they highlight New York City sanitation worker. So it puts a face to your garbage man. You know, you are looking at them and relating to them and everything is like super authentic. So it's very, it feels very personal. Whereas if you see someone throwing out your trash in New York City, I don't stop to think, you know, what is their life like? But these TikToks are kind of shedding light onto that. So it's great. I could go on and on about this. Something Melissa could go on and on about is the next video. Should we play it first? Yeah. What's your name? Ted. And where are you from? Originally uh, Kings Park. How old are you? 24. First question is, do you like what you do? Oh, absolutely not. No? Oh, God, no, dude. What a fucking sham. Our parents, they said, oh, yeah, work hard. You'll get the house. You'll get the family. Everything's all lush. Do you have something else in mind you'd rather do? Go you know, I did community service once where I packed beats for two hours. I felt like I did more for society packing beats in those two hours than I did, like, the last year and a half working this job. Well, what don't you like about it without giving it away? It just feels pointless. There's no greater purpose to it. Like, it's just, I just push buttons and levers all day. And, you know, like, again, there's satisfaction and like helping the people that I help with it because you know it helps them makes their lives a little bit easier but it just I feel like a schmuck doing this job I feel like an asshole <laughs> second question what is your highest level education I have a uh, bachelor's where'd you go I went to uh, St. Rose College was it worth it honestly I'd say yeah not because of what I studied but like I took a clowning class there I should you know I had to take it for a gym credit that taught you everything how to walk on stilts how to juggle how to make balloon animals. Actually, I still carry them on me. I can make you one if you want. Is there? Yeah. Why, why are you carrying this? It makes people happy. Too people bad. never expected. I'll be honest, COVID fucked my social skills, whatever ones I had. So, like, I've been trying to, like, slowly relearn, go out, meet people, talk. This is a nice vehicle for that because nobody ever expects it. I definitely did not expect this. <laughs> Everyone's got their own lives. Like, I got my issues. Everybody's got issues. You know, that's sure. life. You know, we struggle. There's entropy. We die. But everything we do in between those two moments makes it worth it. And I get to share this moment with you. Dude, you what? I've, ne- I've never gotten a balloon animal before. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my god. I was goodness. only scared of clowns. They got to modernize clowns, you know? Get rid of the scary makeup and... Absolutely. Last question yeah. is, what is your income? Right now, I make roughly about 72000 a year. Are you like a, like a technician of some sort? No, I'm the head. Yeah. I'm a desktop support analyst, which is fancy finance real talk for IT guy. You're awesome, dude. This video is by at Shan Rizwan. And he does a ton of these. He's, he mostly does a lot of these, like, what are you listening to? Those type of just, he walks up to people in New York City, asks them what is playing in their headphones. He did one that was like, what's the most overrated song? A lot of just quick question, answer, man on the street type of videos. But when he stopped and talked to Ted, <laughs> this one, first of all, it went on for way longer than most of his videos do. A lot of times it's just, one word answers or something 
But the prompt for this is he was going to try to guess his income. And it just, it just became like, I honestly feel like this guy is a representative of like our entire generation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And like, I'm so happy this video got served to me. All of the comments were so on point. And I just instantly was like, I love this man. I would like to be friends with him. I want, like, Dina, you're in New York. I want you to find him. And I'm just, on the like, lookout. yeah. He, like, this, he should be in our group of friends. He's just amazing. <laughs> um, the way he articulated exactly how I feel <laughs> as a human being and how I felt for, like, the past decade of my life. Man, I don't know. This was just a really beautiful anthem for 20-somethings and I'm gonna go ahead and add 30-somethings because Lord (laughs) knows I still feel this way. Thank you, Ted. Do you think we can add clown animal balloons to our friend group? Like how many clown like animal balloon things could one have? (laughs) What What do you mean by that question? I like I mean like I feel like if he were to become friends with us or who he's putting the vibes out there like he's just making animal balloons all the time i don't know if i could be around that dina the man (laughs) is saying that literally there is nothing good happening in this world so all he has to cling to is making balloon animals every now and then (laughs) and you're saying that that would be a turnoff to me this is like the best man in New York City. What a what a mensch. I'm just playing devil's advocate, but I do agree with you. I did enjoy this video. I did enjoy him. This video, I do agree. I do think it's a little extreme. The balloon animals or everything? Well, you know what? Maybe extreme is the wrong word. I I will say I love this video takes twists and turns. I don't expect him to say the clown thing that hooks you again. Then he whips out the balloons, another turn. It's like constantly like it just gets elevated and elevated and elevated. And that's why I say extreme because I wasn't expecting it to go there. You're right. And it's so funny because that is like the most watchable and engaging content on TikTok is exactly what you described. It's got like several hooks, several mm-hmm. twists and turns. And that's why you just keep watching because you're like, oh, what? I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. And you just, <laughs> you gotta keep watching it. So true. On the flip side of Shen Rizwan's video, I found this other guy's videos. His handle is at Blake Batchert one. And It was just one of those things, again, sort of man on the street. He walks around with a camera, talks to people. Something about his video caught my eye, and I went to his page. It was was a confusing video because it was, like, him being yelled at by a Walmart lady that she was going to call the police. But the video itself, it, like, I didn't know why. So, again, sort of, like, I don't know, from a story perspective, you can think about that. Like, it felt like I was missing the beginning but it actually ended up being a very enticing way to draw me in because I went went to his page and I was like, I gotta watch the beginning. Like what happened that made these women call the police on him? I ended up watching a bunch of his videos. 
he's just like some dude he's not even that like he just is fairly innocuous it seems like he makes these videos mostly in walmart or walmart-esque places so you can sort of understand the crowd and they just fucking hate this guy <laughs> like mm-hmm. even if he's doing nothing like he'll just be standing there and they'll just be like what the fuck's the matter with you like somebody will just start yelling at him so many of his videos people have like tried to fight him and it's like you watch and you're literally just like he's not even doing anything that bad and he's just like sort of a nice guy walking around but it's just it could not be more opposite of like the previous account just like talking to nice people in new york city this guy is like talking to like really unhappy people in a walmart and everybody (laughs) wants to call the cops on him wow this blake a chert guy i gotta i gotta catch up on his videos i haven't seen any of them and it sounds entertaining yeah it was one of those things i just kept watching more and more i don't know one of my random tiktok finds man on the street videos are really popular now and there's been some funny ones where a guy goes around and says to white people do you know anything about the black community and then it'll be like finish the lyrics to this song and it's like a rap song or hip-hop song and then he'll go up to black people and say do you know anything about the white community and it'll be like some bruce springsteen song (laughs) Uh, and it's just it just shows like both worlds in just this hilarious way yeah, there's, I mean, even from the early days of YouTube, like, there's something about man on the street stuff that is always interesting. Like, people will always flock to it. It's a great format. Yeah, there's no shortage of it. We got to shout out our favorite, What's Poppin', Davis Burleson. What's feel Poppin', like, yeah. I feel like definitely. he's the king of uh, man on the street in uh, Washington Square Park. Totally. This next video I've been seeing a lot of duets with. It's one of those stupid, crazy dessert cooking videos. This one's by Ali M P P P. It starts by putting like two huge Hershey bars dipped into a peanut butter jar, and they just they just jam the whole thing in there. Take it out. There's a ton of peanut butter all over the place. They end up like frying it. They put bananas and ice cream and there's sort of like pancakes. Uh, I mean, it looks good, but I've been seeing plenty of people do out with it too. I saw one from Chef Reactions where as a chef, he was sort of commenting on it and his thoughts. I'd eat it. <laughs> yeah, I'd eat it too. And the chef's reactions, the handle at Chef Reaction, he agrees too. He, he'd eat it. It's something funny he said in his videos. Like people always expect me to be eating like, the best things ever because I'm a chef, but he gives the example. He's like, well, if you go to a janitor's house, it's probably really dirty because it's like the point you come home and you don't want to do your job. So he's like, I mostly eat over a trash can, but this looks so good. This is right up my alley. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Oh my God. Like the banana, the, oh, the ice cream peanut butter, the chocolate, the fried. I mean, nothing in there is bad. I was expecting when you like sent this to be like grossed out, but or have something crazy, but like this looks good. 
Yeah, that's true. It's not like one of those weird ones where they like add mayonnaise for no reason or something like that. Yeah, that would have ruined it. Mayo would have ruined it. (laughs) All right, our last trend, and this is huge, and this has been going on for a little bit now, but you can't escape it. I definitely can't escape it on my For You page. It's the game, he's a 10, but, and there's so many, so the point is, you say like he's a num like ten being like he's like the most attractive, sexy guy, but he never brushes teeth. So that would move it to like I don't know, Melissa, what would it move it to if he's a ten but he doesn't brush his teeth? What what number? Um for me, like a seven. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't care that you much about hygiene. You yeah, you don't mind that halitosis. You know that. Okay, okay. Uh well, TikTok has taken this trend by storm, and there's so many funny ones. Uh, the first example we have is by at Dan Graf. This is the one where she just reads some text messages she got from some guys. It's a little long to play the full one, but we'll play a little and you'll get the gist. He's a 10, but he sends you. And Sam, I know I seem like a horny arsler. Most of the time I am, because you are hot. But I'm being serious. Sometimes I really do just want to talk, you know? Because we've known each other for a while now. And you're, like, one person who I could, like, say something to and not care about it. Like a friend, though. Like if you were Sundako or something. Not me, like, trying to fuck you or something. You know what I'm trying to say. Like, I could get how you could say I'm just trying to fuck you or something. And don't get me wrong. I definitely would. But I'm being honest. You're someone I feel like I could talk to as a friend. I can't be in a relationship with someone. It doesn't work. They always get mad at me. But if I find the right person, I would. I don't know. They just do. Because whenever you have a girl, she tries to tell you what to do and shit. I know it sounds stupid, but I'm not ready for that shit. There was this one girl, and I did like her. But she was, like, crazy and shit and would bug me out for no reason. It was OD. I would be playing FIFA, and she'd be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, bitch, I'm playing FIFA. I'm not chilling with you. And it was just OD. Because, yeah, I got money to make. And I'm not even trying to brag, but I have money racked up. So, is that money, LMAO? I'm ready to be in a relationship, you know? Because <laughs> everyone is just mad, self-centered. And that's why I can't do it. So absurd. So absurd. I love that she used the format of, like, he's a 10 butt, and then just yep. leashed, <laughs> unleashed this crazy text. So funny. Yeah, oh my god. I have to say, by far my favorite one of these that I've seen, though, is by at official.nilla. These girls had me cracking up. Like, their laughter is infectious, but also pretty much everything they said was so accurate. Like, I was nodding along. It's just so funny. We'll play some of it. Okay, he's a 10... But he's a club promoter. Oh, hell no. <laughs> the one. Is that he's the a one? one. <laughs> Settle. <laughs> Settle. He's a three, but every time you and your friends go, he pay for the bill each time. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> okay, he's a nine. Okay. But he has a girl best friend. Oh. <laughs> How close are they? <laughs> Do it. I can't do 
<laughs> he is a one. Oh god but every time you're stressed out anytime you're mad he takes you on any trip you want to go on pays for everything anywhere you want to go <laughs> you throw a dart at the globe you go but he a one and he's taking your homegirls with you not a homegirl not a homegirls now that raises it up <laughs> okay now I'm gonna give you six I'm gonna give you seven the homegirls coming too I think a seven is good might like, give you a seven I think a seven is good I think he's a seven, seven. you, you a seven. thoughtful yeah 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 yeah. Thought you're fine you're fine little baby <laughs> okay he's an eight okay but he's a tiktok dancer <laughs> God damn it, Dupree. He like a four. I second that. Might give you a 3.5. <laughs> yeah, this is my favorite one, too. At one point, one of them, like, falls down, like, stumbles a little bit. Yes. So beside what they're saying, like, their energy yes. is just yes. the best. I want to hang out with them. This totally. is the best one, hands down. Yeah, they win. Yeah. This is another account that I love at Mickey Raymond. She's always with her adorable grandparents and she's trying to get them in on the trend and at first they don't understand it and then they do out of 10 what do you rate pop out of 10 a 10 okay that's his yeah <laughs> yeah you're a 10. a 10 out of 10 they're a 10 out of 10 drop dead gorgeous but notre dame's their favorite football team zero <laughs> a one out of 10 like they're they're horrible looking but their favorite football team's Penn State. Seven. <laughs> Pop, now you have to make one. Thanks, somebody. I can't do that. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> Melissa, do you have any for me? Any, he's a 10 but. Or, yeah, or a one but, a six but. Okay. How about he's a 10 but he refuses to get on TikTok? Oh, 6.5. Wow, that's a pretty, yeah, you dropped him pretty low. Yeah, yeah, what would you say? Yeah, I mean, considering my husband refuses to get on TikTok, <laughs> I probably shouldn't go too far, too yeah. far, but, but yeah, I think that's accurate. Okay, one for you. He's a four, but he's... TikTok famous for comedy videos. Oh, I mean, I have a long history of making comedians tens who do not deserve to be a ten. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, unfortunately, I'd probably go ten. Okay, okay, all right. That's a perfect place to wrap it up. Wrap it up at a ten. Yes. Thank you all for listening to episode one hundred and three. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find our blog at tooldfortiktok.com, and that's the number two and the number four. Check out all the videos we talked about today and more. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you.